Welcome to the Rad Dude Cast. Um, Anthony, did you, that's not your job. Uh, welcome. <laughs> and we're off. Welcome to the Rad Dude yeah. Cast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, real quick, just uh, right off the bat, uh, one thing we wanted to mention. Um, you guys know this has never uh, been a political uh, podcast. Uh, but we are, uh, of course, aware and care about uh, what's happening in the world uh, right now with, with, with George Floyd and all of these protests and, um, uh, um, and, and in our individual lives, we are addressing the situation uh, in, in, in our own ways that we choose. But the Rad Dude cast has always, we've always kind of seen it as uh, just a brief break um, from, from the problems of life, you know, a, a little a respite uh, from, from your, your daily worries uh, and, 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 and a way to bring people together through laughter. Uh, so that's why, you know, basically we just wanted to let you know that that's why we're just going to keep being silly idiots. Uh, uh, but, you know, we do, we do care uh but 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 we we just want we're going to keep doing what we do rather than uh address it on the rad dude cast we will address it in our personal um lives and ways with which we choose um uh i think right guys that's about it anything to add i'm not gonna say something funny that was great <laughs> i choose yeah. not to say yeah um yeah greg just sent me a 25 dollar demo request for kale um what was yeah. that about it's about <laughs> the kale that you owe me i didn't want to bring it up you owe me 25 dollars for kale so you better send it to me <laughs> what the hell man he sent that to me during the very heartfelt speech which you know thanks i, uh, I literally under- put the phone in front of my camera so people wouldn't see that i was requesting the money and you're blowing me out of the water i wanted to look like yes i stand behind everything brendan said do not listen to anthony i don't need my you- kale money now what did you buy him? Like nine pounds of kale? I was gonna say, what does twenty five dollars worth of kale look like? <laughs> yeah, I, that's a better question. But I was trying not to talk about why Greg needs so much kale for what he's what's happening to his body. Are ruining in, everything. Instead, we can't speak of what's happening right now. I didn't want to, Greg. You forced my hand. You interrupted. Brandon, let me say, man. You're the, the way you spoke, you really fall in line in a legacy of great Irish writers that your yeah, your bloodline is from. But meanwhile, Greg, this Gavone, I might add, <laughs> well, messaged, messaged me about um, all the kale that I bought him, which I was never going to bring up again because it's such a horrendous you topic bought between us. You owe me the money. Now- what? The reason I sent it before we get into it is is we're going to be going into a very long episode um, that will then be split across the week, and I didn't want to forget to pay our producer. So I requested the money now from you and Brendan and paid our producer so I didn't forget (laughs) later. So fuck you for not caring about minorities. Well, why'd you write (gasps) Kale? Why'd you write Kale? Because I was trying to pay attention. Because when you put in Venmo, it says... Hey, ask, request money, put in a thing, like kale. And I just said what it said. I just put kale because it says put kale. Or I, didn't want to, I was paying attention to Brendan. 
or during these very sensitive times, Greg has revealed that he has a very intricate system for how he quantifies people by different race using yeah. nicknames this such as kale this is and lettuce. Harumi is the minority on this podcast because he's the only producer, okay? He is a minority as in there are three of us and then he is the minority of a producer. And you don't and care about minorities as far as jobs are concerned. Can we get into the podcast? I was, we'll, I'm, well, at, I'm at quick, all the factories. Greg is, gonna, Greg is gonna introduce what is happening, which is a very special moment, but I just have to jump in because no, everyone always fucking ignores <laughs> the fact that 99% of our listeners are audio only. Uh, you may have heard a voice you didn't recognize. That is of course the one and only Joe, Greg's brother. I love him. He's Joe. here to help, help us out with a little bit of a special project. Now, I think I'm the only guy that calls you Joe, right? Everyone calls you Joe. Well, Greg and Greg and Monica call me Joe. Everyone else calls me Joey. Uh, yeah. They've stuck to Joe. But, or the wolf. You know, any or the wolf. Any any nickname you'd like to uh, to use is fine. Or Joey right. Southside. Yeah. All right, Greg. Dan, I, can I say something real quick? Dan, as someone who's been uh, the number one Rad Dudecast fan from day one, mm -hmm. it's nice to finally meet you, and I just think you're doing a lot of excellent work all things Thank considered. I'm Please don't talk to our producer. Sorry. Now, I'm going to go to gallery mode as I was instructed earlier. I hate you. No, you were instructed to do whatever the essence. fuck you want. You, nobody instructed you to do anything. Greg, I was told earlier to do Wait, No, you weren't you. told that. You weren't really? told that, Anthony. It was a discussion between Greg and Dan about what mode would be better to record in. It literally has no effect what you do. None whatsoever. You could turn your screen off. It doesn't fucking matter. I now, hate Greg, what you represent. I hate I'm what not you turn represent. It off. That seems like too much. Um, but I am in gallery mode. What did I say before? I said, let's not get stuck up on the instructions of the game so that we can get into the game. So instead of getting stuck up on the instructions, you decide to get stuck up on before we even before start the Before even he warned you about. I said, I want to get in the game. We don't have a lot of time. Well. We have too much. And you, you're, you, okay, we're going to move on. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons. The wolf is here. He is going to be our dungeon master. This is the second time we've ever played Dungeons and Dragons, but we're going all the way. And the wolf is going to explain how it's done, and then we're going to get into it in what might be a three to six part episode. We don't know how long this is going to go. Uh, Joe, do you this want to? Well, real quick, Greg, if I could add on to what you said, um, I think some of our, you know, we garnered a lot of fans. That was a very early episode. So some of our fans may not be aware. We have done this before. We never completed the game, but it was a, a stunningly popular episode. And I think uh, what, we've, Excuse what, we've, me. what we've secured in Joe is a far superior dungeon master, which I think will lead to a superior level of gamesmanship. Yeah. I hope so. I, and I, I want to piggyback off what Brendan is saying and say, what's the story with bribes about this thing? You fucking, um, we're going to pause that. We're going to let Joe <laughs> what? What? cover. That's a legit question. It's not because you don't even know how the game works to bring in bribes. Let Joe cover it and we can ask him about bribes Fair. after he talks about it. I'm not throwing your question away. <laughs> I'm just placing it on the table. I don't want a dessert first. See dessert when dessert is served. Yeah, I now, agree with that. 
I'm going to go ahead on that dessert analogy and say, I am throwing your question away. I'm taking your slice of cheesecake and I'm throwing it on the fucking ground. There's no bribes. You don't have any money. Let Joe tell us what to do. I'm going to argue, why are you throwing it on the ground? Now I got to clean up the ground. Why don't you put it in the trash where the desserts, where his dessert belongs? That's what I call the ground. So they answered my question, actually. All right, Joe. I have to yes. put now, now. So, Joe, what do we have to do? Let's start this thing off. Give us a little bit of a walk. Right. So just to start, uh, this will not be the strict traditional method of Dungeons & Dragons. This is a version of Dungeons & Dragons so that everyone here can immediately jump in, uh, maximized for the format we're in. Obviously, we don't have a game board. We don't have pieces. This is going to be, but this is going to be as much Dungeons & Dragons as we can have while keeping this entertaining and interesting for you guys and maximizing it through Zoom chat or whatever the thing is that we're on. Great. Um, I think it's Zoom Pro. Yes, Zoom Pro, forgive me. Also, Ant, about uh, bribes. Obviously, I cannot accept the bribe, but text me. <laughs> great, Okay. great. Thank, thank you, Joe. And can I say this, Joe? In the face of people yelling and screaming, you took the time as, you know, I, you know, I, I'm the first time I'm seeing you as a dungeon master, but as a dungeon master so far, you've taken the time to answer my question, which, you know, kudos to you. Well, I think it's uh, well known that I have from the beginning of the minute the veto guy. Uh, outspoken. Yeah, sorry, I'm only your brother. <laughs> and you're great. And you're a great brother. But, uh, you know. Only wearing your hat, your shirt, <laughs> which I paid for. Didn't you even did. get a discount. Full price. Well, well, of course, you want to support your brother, don't you? I would like to say this about Joe. Uh, I would like to get this out there uh, before we get it's into It's going to be a long episode. Well, but this is important. Yeah, this no, is important because there's, there's this, uh, there's this um, you know, stereotype of the Dungeons and Dragons person as a, uh, a, yeah. a squirmy mm-hmm. little nerd. And let's just, for, for those people that aren't watching, uh, uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe is uh, uh, the lead singer of... The lead singer of a successful hardcore band, and he will also uh, beat the shit out of you. So that is a thing where you should know that not all Dungeons and Dragons guys are. You can't put everyone in one yeah. box, okay? That's you got People have different interests. That's really funny. Like in the middle of a game, like the guy is like, "I just hit you with eighty dragon points," and Joe's like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna punch you." Yeah, I just hit you with a. I just hit you with brass knuckles in your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken glasses. Funny story. I made my last DM actually stat out brass knuckles as a weapon so that I could use them in game. So. Yeah, when you say stat out, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Also, DM. I didn't get that. This is dungeon master. I in the game I play. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. Basically, <laughs> write down all the terms. There's no the get the thing with dungeon dragon is there's no rules. Uh-huh. There are things that every player can do depending on the character they choose, the race they choose. Furthermore, the so so the the race you choose, and then there's the class you choose, which is your job. Yeah, your job will dictate what kind of weapons, what kind of armor, what kind of so-and-so you can have. Your armor will dictate how fast you can move. Can you I'm be sneaky? Can I'm you sorry, Joe. That makes a lot of sense. And I just need to pause real quick to say, 
Uh, Anthony, why are you writing down Dungeon Master? I would have reminded you, and it took you six full minutes. Six full. That was a very long time to write two words. I'm writing everything else that you sing. Notes. Note taking is encouraged. Note taking is encouraged. Oh, Armor. Yeah. I've written you down two, everything Joe said so far. My two enemies on the spot, same podcast. You're How am I going to survive? Two of your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and brendan is just garbage two, two of my of brothers relationship. we just said two of my brothers yep. brendan and i said no no no, no 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 i said two of your brothers specifically because you have more brothers obviously brenzo and my new friend dan harumi who dan i don't know if you know but now that you are in the wolf circle i will kill for you yeah thank you that simple now if we're talking about brothers pretty are cool georgie, are we bringing georgie into the mix all right, let's move on, Joe. Explain the moves. Those moves. are your stepbrothers? I, was, I have a stepbrother named Georgie that no one We really actually knows. have two stepbrothers. How weird is that? Who? Betty's has a son. Oh, right. This yeah. is new information. It's crazy that Greg just now <laughs> found out on the podcast about a yeah, different yeah. stepbrother he had. He me didn't know. Greg, <laughs> me, and Greg drank, me and Greg drank with him at their wedding in the parking lot. That guy was awesome. Church for like an hour. He was... It was the cool. I met him one time. It was in the parking lot to the church of the wedding. I hate to go off. You don't got to put him over. He's not paying for the podcast. I'm just saying. I met the guy, and he goes, he looks at me and goes, are you my stepbrother? I go, are you Betty's kid? He goes, yeah. He says, cool, come over. He opened the hatchback to his car, opened a cooler full of beer in the parking lot of the fucking church where my father married my stepmother. <laughs> oh, man. Ah. Rock on. Rock yeah. on, man. All right. Isn't now, it? let's get into it. Well, Sorry, I will be moving us along as I have a real short temper for dilly-dallying. So then right. what is your title? Anthony, your, your friend stop Greg. it. <laughs> I want to move us along. Uh, now, so Joe, what's our first step in starting the game? Our first step is establishing uh, your characters. I told you ahead of time, kind of think of your backstory. Character. Don't write that more. down because we're going to do it right now, Anthony. Well, I, wanna, I don't want to be in the lurch. Anthony, feel free to take down any notes you need. Thank you. It's well, Dungeons hold on, no, Joe. Thank you. Feel My free. DM has no, spoken. No, Dungeon no, Master. no, no. I will speak. I will speak. Feel free to take down <laughs> any notes you want, but when you're taking the notes down, don't whisper audibly <laughs> what the fucking notes are. You just went, you just went, establishing race. Not helpful. Not helpful. Just take Fair. the notes and uh, quietly. Fair. Take notes quietly. Got okay. it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so cool. In, in Dungeons & Dragons, there are established races that you can start with. Um, I thought for, the, the, for this game, I thought since you guys, I told you, you kind of have an idea for your character ahead of time, you bring up, you say, this is the character, my guy. I will suggest those races to you. I say, this could work for this. Suggesting race. races seems very controversial. In these well, times. let's make clear in these times, these yeah. races are fantasy races. They right? are fantasy races. Yes. The yes. only human race there like is. Like leather daddies, because that's a fantasy race for me. <laughs> it's in my fantasy to be leather bound and wet. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Move along. I don't mean to dilly-dally. Okay, Joe. <laughs> Joe Greg moved along himself. I Joe, did. I'm very strict. Joe, can, uh, That's how deep it goes. Joe, can I suggest something to, to, uh, to, counter, to, counteract, uh, to counteract Anthony's... Greg, enough already, Greg. Uh, to, to counteract Anthony's uh, uh, sabotaging of the game, Joe, can, uh, can I suggest 
that we uh, take me for an example and you just walk me through this character creation uh, and, and we'll do it that way. Okay, so my guy that I've come up with, you asked me to, to have a guy in name, uh, a, a guy kind of in mind and a personality. Uh, my guy's name is, uh, as everyone knows, I'm a, uh, a big admirer of the of Viking culture. Yes. Uh, my yep. guy is uh, Torben Snakebite. Uh, he is, uh, he, he, he is, uh, motivated primarily, primarily by honor and, uh, achieving glory in war, but being a man of his word. But he also, as a Viking, it has a, has a secondary motivation of, uh, greed because they often, you know, much of their reputation was built on what they could loot and what they could, uh, plunder. So, uh. What would be perhaps a, a good race for Torben Snakebite? Okay, so Torben Snakebite, very honor bound, uh, like a Viking into plummeting, uh, pillaging rather, things like that. There's a couple ways you can go. There is a class that is barbarian, but there's mm -hmm. similar things for Viking. Viking would could go to barbarian or it could go to fighter. Um, a very honor bound would also go to maybe what kind of God you worship, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I would say as a Viking, if you want to be the traditional kind of big, strong Viking top type guy, I would say for a race, you could go human and we could make you a big human. We could make you a Goliath. A Goliath is sort of the smallest of the giant races. They're about seven to eight feet tall. They live in the mountains. Uh, they're motivated by perfection. And if you're less than perfect, they banish you from the tribe. That's how most Goliaths end up in the mix with the other races. Also good for uh, an honor-bound race that is also kind of greedy. Ah, for, how about for, this? And mm -hmm. I interrupted you. No, not how, at all. Good. How about I'm a Goliath. Uh, I was uh, banished from my tribe because I do appreciate the uh, Viking traditional Viking values. However, I took a stand because Vikings uh, would, uh, you know, back then would uh, often, when they conquered some place, would take women by force. And I said, I will not have this. Therefore, I was considered imperfect by my tribe and banished. Does that fit the storyline? Yeah, listen, I'll change anything that that's the that's Dungeons and Dragons number one rule. I will change anything so that you're happy with your character. Traditionally speaking, what if I'm Goliath, not happy with his attitude? I love his attitude. He's got a lot of energy and enthusiasm right now. He's getting kidding. all excited. Sorry, go ahead. As a Goliath, you would stay alone up in the mountains. You are better than all the other people. Oh, I see. But, but perhaps your parents were banished for maybe being less than perfect. Maybe your parents were born with an extra finger or a little limpy. Maybe they were injured and they had to go down. As they came down, maybe they were adopted into a clan of Vikings who took them because of their strength. Okay? You were born into this Viking culture among humans. So maybe that affects your attitude. I see. I, loved, I was raised among the human Vikings. I love the Viking gods. I love the Viking life. But I'm a Goliath. I'll yes. always be out. Do you know what yes. I mean? I'll always be a little that bit off. 
Yes, that's my father was born with a uh, like one of them, you know, those guys with the sort of claw hands. Here's oh, the yeah. yeah. Even here's the thing. Even an injury like is the not penguin? good for the Goliaths. Yeah, if you're injured and you can't keep up. They put you out. <laughs> so, so I was. So that's that's what happened to my dad. I was therefore raised amongst the Viking people and and celebrate the the pagan gods. Now, uh, now, so so that's established my my race. Correct. I'm a Goliath. You're a Goliath. And then, what are my job options? Viking would be your job option. Oh, that's wonderful. Perfect. Yep. Torben Snakebite mm-hmm. established. Okay. Nice. So here's the thing. I'm going to actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you your story, the, how the story's going to start. Wait, do we can tell our characters first? You tell us the story no, no, first. No, 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 no. Because when I, I can't change my character. Started, when I, I understand. You That's have to. rude. You can change anything. Yes. Keep your character, but I'm going to tell you the story layout, and maybe it changes how you approach it. You're going to okay. start off with is more or less an unemployment agency. What did you say? Get it? Ah, the story cool. starts off in more or less an unemployment Timely. agency. An unemployment okay? agency. People are going to look at you. If you need work, you go in there. It's not all on the up and up, but they're going to be like, hey, you here, I've got something you could do. I got something. This is now play. times or back in the day times? This is, in the, this is Dungeons and Dragons. This is in a fantasy realm. Great. Okay? Great. We're all scared that a dragon could attack at any time. There's dwarves in the dwarf neighborhood. There's elves in the elf neighborhood. There's humans. There's gnomes. They're all in their own neighborhoods. We're all getting together. Hard times falling on us. You know what I mean? So Brendan, Brendan's in Viking. I'm not, this, I'm not writing your story, but here's a hypothetical. Brendan's Viking uh, ship of, of people uh, ransacked a village, not knowing that that village was presided over by a wizard. The wizard wiped out his Viking crew. He barely got out. He's on his own. He still, believe, he still believes in his Viking gods. He still believes in everything he was raised. He's still trying to find his way in the world. But now when he was trying to find his way in a tight-knit Viking community, now he's in the world at large as a Goliath, which aren't always smiled upon by other races because of how agoraphobic and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they don't – they – Fuck you, we're Goliaths, we're alone. You're not smiled upon. They're not easily welcomed. And they're a very new race. So not a lot of people know what they're about. They're seven to eight feet tall. They're gray-skinned. They're covered in tribal tattoos all over their bodies. They're a scary fucking race. That's something to take into account. So now when they're like, I'm a guy, I'm looking for work. I'm eight feet tall. I'm ripped to the friggin' what are you going to do? Everyone knows of this place where they need to make a little money. You go there and you say, I'm looking for work. That is the place where this is going to start. Great. Don't think anything else about it, think about why your character that you wrote is in this place. You don't have to tell me now. You can put it in your back pocket. Great. Wait. That's all. And there you go. Uh, all right. Do you want to go next? So, Bren, you, so Bren, Brenzo Bren. is Torben Snakebite, Goliath uh, of a, a Viking kind of background. Right? Is that cool? That's perfect, and I think you nailed it. What ha- I went on a raid, and a Viking is obviously, they need men. That's how a Viking survived. They survived with having the men to, to row their ships and to attack. I'm now a Viking without a crew, which leaves me dest- essentially destitute, which is why I'm in this office looking for jobs, whether they're on the up and up or not. Uh, and I am, you know, obviously a little scared because, you know, as a Viking, I don't show my fear, but, uh, uh, 
you know, I'm a Goliath. I'm not necessarily welcomed by these people, uh, which is and not you're ju you would be just as nervous of them as you are, you know, as they are of you. Yes, you've never exactly. Been in, you've never been in an open community, either right. as a Goliath or as a Viking. You were in a very secluded, tight knit community. Excellent. I'm I, so I'm done. I'm or not done with the game, but my my guy. I know why my guy's there. I know what he's about. Uh, do you, Anthony, do you want to go or Greg or who's who's? Uh... Uh, I wrote um, Brendan. If you get tripped up, I wrote all your things down. Great documenter, Anthony Devito. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I love I love your energy. I love where your heads at. But as the DM, I will also be keeping those notes. Uh, okay. Well, I so, guess at some point we can compare notes. Sure. Sounds great. Look sure. forward. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Anthony, who's your character? Yeah. Barry Claus. Say it again. Barry Claus. Barry Claus. I Hold love on it. one second. Just a second. I'll be right back. Okay, Anthony, you need to explain your character. Okay, so here's what I have so far. He's a grizzly bear born without claws. <laughs> so all the other bears make fun of him. He also hates honey and salmon, an outcast in the forest. But he does have friends, Dash, Beetlebug, and Jimmy the Worm, both canceled for making sexual remarks about a fox. Been there. And I, Anthony, as I live and breathe, play his uh, conscious. Okay. Very so bad. am I am I right in assuming that Barry Can I say Claus, one more thing? I forgot no, about Joe. All okay. He really um he wants to he wants to put out a record, but he doesn't know how. Amen, brother. Now you have my sympathy also. <laughs> can I can I ask a quick question? Absolutely. Clarification question before Joe gets into uh, delineating your character. Uh is this clause as in, sorry, I had to get up because I thought I heard the fire alarm. But uh, uh, is it claws as in uh, like a, a bear's claws or claws as in Santa Claus? Oh, bear's claws. Okay, great. Yeah. So uh, would, I, would I be, would I be uh, safe to assume that you are a sentient bear? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, his music is very... It comes from a, a place of self-awareness. Yes. I'd also like to note that who you're speaking to now is Anthony, who he lives and breathes, is the consciousness of the bear. So to speak to the bear, I think you need to talk to Anthony. Although if you, talk to, if you want to talk to Torben, you kind of have to talk to Brendan. I don't understand how any of this works. Well, I'm, I uh, just am Torben. Anthony's fucking it up by bringing consciousness <laughs> into the mix. Well, see how Goddamn goes. inception. I'll, I'll give you an example. So, okay, so Jimmy the Worm. He goes, he goes, he goes to he go? Barry. Well, they're, they're talking in the morning and he goes, he goes, I didn't do what they're saying. I didn't do what they're saying, Barry. And then, then I come in and I go, I don't know, Barry. Like we've known Jimmy for a long time and he does have a history of Who, making sorry, foxes uncomfortable. Which one was Barry again? Barry is my character. Is Bear. him talking to Jimmy the worm? <laughs> Can I ask a question here? <laughs> you yeah. gave a second friend, right? It was Jimmy the Worm, and who yes. was the second friend? Uh, the second friend is Jimmy the Worm. Hang on, let me get my notes. Get your notes. I don't know where they went. You were just <laughs> literally writing them. Beetle bug. I have a Beetle question. Bug, right. I have a question here. And Joe, ahead, yes, Brendan. correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> we're trying to complete a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Anthony, is there any way you could just make your guy one guy? Like, I wish any, I could. Is no, there any possibility? He is of one guy. He's, 
Barry Claus. Yes, I think. no, Barry he's Claus. Barry Claus's consciousness. That's no, 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 not related to Jimmy the fucking frog. <laughs> well, I'm trying to give an example of how it works. Sure. Um. So okay. So now, now Barry... I will say, as impossible as it is to follow, <laughs> I somehow I am following. Yeah. So Feel free, I... Brendan, to refer any questions to me as I can explain <laughs> what's happening. Somehow I get this. Can't so it. I. Yeah, I'm in. I'm so now I play Barry Claus's consciousness or conscious. Um, I think it's kind of, but isn't right? that just being Barry Claus? Like, I mean, I, I don't want to argue. Well, if you're, that's, if you're that's a person's a, conscious, aren't you them? Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, philosophically, yes. But for the sake of this game, no. <laughs> don't worry, Anthony. Brendan, as all it needs to, like, there's like a bunch of things happen. So here's what's happening, right? If you worked at a store, a lot of things happened in corporate. But don't worry, our day-to-day -day is going to be the same. So you can just speak <laughs> to Anthony. Not... You can play as if you'd be playing with anyone else. The other things that are happening are more upper-tier stuff that you don't need to worry about. Yeah. Um, you'll – yeah, exactly. You'll get an email. So, 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 so Joe, what's a, what's a uh, appropriate race for uh, Barry Claus's consciousness? Well, don't worry you, about the well, consciousness. We're no, just no. talking about Barry Claus. Barry Claus, I, I'm with Barry, whatever Barry Claus is, I'm with him. I just happen to be the voice in his head. Okay, so I'm going to explain to you real quick again, the beauty of Dungeons and Dragons is, if you tell me you want to be a sentient bear as the DM, I'm going to make you a sentient fucking bear. If you look in the D&D book, there isn't a sentient bear, okay? But I look at other races that have similar maybe nearly bear-like qualities and i'm gonna tweak it so that you're a fucking bear i'm fine yeah. with it i mean look right. at there's a lot of that look at the fucking the golden compass and things like that there's a lot of great sentient bears in fiction i would right. make you a sentient bear winnie Perfect. the pooh there you go winnie the pooh you yeah. know yogi bear uh tons yeah the bears have a rich history of uh speaking english everybody loves a good bear <laughs> That's yeah. the they do. Yeah, yeah Yogi. They have a rich history. Unless you're watching Yogi Bear in Europe, in which case they'll speak Yugoslavia. Rich history there too. As far as I know, the bears that I've known. The, Anthony, the, the talking bears something? that I've known is what I'm saying. Yeah, go ahead. Can go I ahead, run something DM. by you? Yes, DM. Outside of the city where this is going to start, sure. there is uh, a magical. We'd love to move to the city. Perfect. There's a magical forest. Yes. Uh, there's fairies, pixies, everything's going on. Yes. All the, all the powers of nature are very strong here. Yes. There are sentient animals everywhere. Bears, right. foxes, things like that. It's a very, if, uh, you know, if hunters go in there, they're immediately repelled. Everyone stays the fuck out of this forest because everyone knows that all of, because in Dungeons and Dragons, there are very many sentient nature-based forces there's nature-based gods you are a sentient bear from this forest and because your two best friends and your little trio your your uh what do you call it, your entourage were canceled yes. due to yes. their sexist jokes was it sexist jokes yes sexist you, yeah they made sexist jokes they said listen box. we know that we can't do this anymore this has gone too far we've had enough of your bullshit we can't have this kind of uh, chauvinistic, misogynistic bullshit in our magical natural forest. So take your bear and your worm and your beetle bug and get the fuck out. Yeah. That's a suggestion. Yeah. Um, yes, that is, a, that is what had happened. Um, 
Whereas Barry is not, um, he's, he's a supporter of uh, the Me Too movement. But, but he got caught he, up. He got caught up. Well, he also has no other friends. So he's forced to hang out with these guys because no one else will hang out with him. Okay. All right. Well, I have you here as uh, Barry Claw's sentient bear. Perfect. A uh, friend of Jimmy the Worm and Beetlebug. Yes. Great. Okay. And, and, uh, what, and did you say that you were declawed at some point? Yeah. Um, yeah. Barry was uh, de... No. He came out with no claws. And that's the issue. He was born with no claws? Yeah, he was born with no claws. He kind of has, he has kind of like, um, like, well, the stumps, like uh, picture the top of a champagne bottle, like a cork. So he just has fingers, little, little, little pads. Yeah, little pads, yes. Okay. All it's right. Really come in, it's really going to come in handy when we have to fight somebody. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> no claws. Hey, but here's well, the thing I you think, consider. I think, I think more so is his, um, this- his views on war. Sure. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you guys are making fucking jokes, but I'm going to make all of this shit important. Yeah. All of your fucking strikes, which as a regular sentient bear would have had additional slashing damage, will not. Right. They will only right. give bludgeoning damage. Okay, cool. All of this, you guys think you're making fucking jokes? I'm going to blow your whole fucking world. <laughs> I'm going to remember every fucking goddamn thing you tell me, and I'm going to make you pay for it later, such as my job as the dungeon master. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, Last but Great certainly not claws. least. Um, all right, I may have overwritten this guy. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, wait. Did, did, did Anthony, sorry to interrupt you, Greg. Did yeah. Anthony have a job? Or excuse me, does Barry Claus, does he need to be also given a job or no? A class. A class, and excuse as me. As a I, sentient bear, you probably wouldn't have a class. Is. Your class would be fucking bear. Yeah, it makes okay. sense. Makes sense. Now, Greg, before if you, you go. If you want a class... You know what? No, I think that's Forgive me. good. I am incorrect. Barry is upset with his inability to cut a record, correct? Yes, very much. Barry is a fucking bard. As ah. a bard, you, are, uh, you will be uh, able to get certain magics based on music and ability right. to play instruments. You also Great. have a certain level of charm, which will help you when you interact with other people. Great. Great. This is so all I'm going to put you down as Bear Bard. Perfect. Um, and uh, before before we get to Greg, who uh, I'm very excited to hear of this character. Yeah, this will blow my fucking mind for sure. A, a little business out of the way. Dan, if you could uh, just uh, uh, mention when we're at or around an hour, because I think the easiest you thing... probably to, already are. The, the, easiest, <laughs> the easiest thing to and do I'm, rather I'm than... The easiest thing to do rather than cut these after the fact would be to stop recording and then re-record. That way we can give an intro and an outro and tell sure. people which episode it is. Uh, Greg, would you agree with that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't think we've ever done this before. This is uncharted. This is uncharted worlds. So we'll yeah. just do it and we'll fling. Yeah. We'll fling like boogers through the air. Yeah. Now. Are we back? Can I We're guess? Back, baby. Are we good? Yeah. All right. I may have written too much information, so I'll try to speed through it. You let me know. You take what you need, throw the rest away. Uh, my character's name is uh, his. His name is Kenny Dressings. A.K. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Ken Dressings. Ken Dressings. Yeah, but you're not gonna. Because <laughs> his name is Ricky Magic. Is Ricky Magic? Damn, but Ricky Magic. He had to change his name for a little while because he was working in Ricky Magic's 
Auto Emporium Superstore, which was not owned by him. It was owned by another Ricky Magic who he has no relation to and also doesn't respect. Anthony, can you there. sit down <laughs> somewhere? You're throwing off my vibe. Sorry, man. I'm going outside. That um, seems like the worst case scenario. It's, no, it's going to be okay. This will be a better station for me. Okay. Okay. So, Ricky Magic or Ken Dressing, like, will be addressed as either, but he kind of is trying to get back into Ricky Magic since he's left the audio <laughs> superstore where he used to sure. work. Sure. Uh, he stopped aging at the age of 38. No one knows how old he is. Uh, he only dates women uh, from community college freshmen. Uh, that's his big thing is he hangs out at the local community college <laughs> looking for freshman girls. That's what he dates. Um, he did work in the warehouse at Ricky Magic's Auto Emporium, uh, where he um, got most of his. Oh, good, Anthony. The outside has falcons that we get to hear now. Well, I thought I this thought is this Dungeons was, and Dragons. Yeah, I mean, it does kind of add to it. I thought it would add to it. This is Barry's world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he drives a Mazda Protege, which is yellow. He's got it dropped. He's got lots of crazy <laughs> stickers on the back that say a lot of crazy things. Uh, he constantly talks about how he's got great mileage on such an older car because it is a 1996 but that thing purrs listen like you get the oil changed you stay on top of the fluids you go for your regular that, checkups you're gonna get an extra hundred thousand miles out of that fucking well, that, so. that's the thing and you know i am a goliath but i know a thing or two and people they always say buy american and i'm i tell them well you know what how about you make an American car that lasts for 600,000 miles? Then I'll buy American. Until then, uh, I, I'm with Ken Dressings. Uh, I, I'm, I'm buying Japanese. Yeah, yeah. A.K.A. Ricky Magic. Of course. <laughs> just, you know. uh, yeah, he also does talk about he – he it's the station wagon one, and there's huge speakers in the back because Ricky Magic loves bass, just letting you know. Uh, Ricky Magic also is – big call to fame is that he is the bass player in a band – with Reese Witherspoon's younger brother, who's a little arrogant. <laughs> so. Is that, that Grease Witherspoon? No, I wrote it. I mean, it didn't. It, I did write it down. Oh, it's just Seth, Rither, Seth Witherspoon. But I'm sorry. I think Grease was better. But what can you do? It could, have, it could also have been Reese spelled differently. That would also yeah. <laughs> Um, He has a lot of ex-girlfriends who will fight for him because they still love Ricky Magic, even though that he's broken up with them. I'm sorry, I'll just get through all of this. He studied Harry Krishna for a year, but it really... <laughs> uh, no, man, sit in these. These are all good. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, working at Ricky Magic's Audio Emporium, he would do lots of trades with people. He'd get them he'd steal audio equipment and then give him things. His major guy he would work with worked at the Hot Topic who would give him uh, uh, incorrect shirts. So he wears a lot of Pantera shirts that just say Panera on them. It's just things to know because they were misprints. He does. He sells Adderall offline, online. They're just. Someone just... call me because I'm running low. <laughs> um, and then also, oh, Ricky Magic. Uh, one more thing. Uh, Ricky's car, uh, car. Oh, yeah. And he has he always wears cargo shorts that seem to have an infinite amount of gadgets in them that he got from Facebook ads. Oh, that, that's going to that will come in handy. Yeah. That um, will come in handy. Now, you know, the, cla the, the thing about, I don't know what class he is because Ricky Magic has no class. That He always knows that. He's always like, this guy is classless. Um, but also, Dungeon Master, you know what class. Okay. Um, or you could tell me what class he is from what you read. 
Greg's, I'm, I'm Greg's gonna, winking uh, at his brother. Uh, for those of you only listening to the audio, an attempted bribe. Joe does not it up earlier. <laughs> uh, seem to know what he means. Uh, and I would like to mention nothing a Viking Goliath loves more than going on a quest with two fucking bards. Yeah. I What's think a bard? You're a bass player. I got two, fu- I'm, I got two mu- musicians. This We're trying to so win great. a quest. Oh, okay, well, here's, here's the right. thing. My first instinct would be what Brendan said. Uh, Ricky would be a bard, but... Just because you're a bard doesn't mean you're a musician. Um, a bard also means that you're high in charm. You're good at talking and bullshitting and kind of schmoozing people. Uh, if Barry Claus tried to like put the moves on somebody to get his way by talking, I wouldn't give him any kind of advantage on those roles. I have to. But I'm if he sorry, wanted Joe. to get over by playing some music, I would say, "All right, I'm going to give you a little juice there." I don't know that Ricky Matt. I'm sorry. I don't know that Ricky Magic is good at talking because he was fired from the Hot Topic warehouse for slapping a 15 year old. I did make note <laughs> of I thought that. Was a salesman. <laughs> what did he that do with Ricky Magic's auto emporium? But he got that job because he was fired from the Hot Topic warehouse for slapping a 15 year old because they didn't respect his music yeah. choice. Well, so I apologize. I apologize. Okay, I didn't You're make right. that note. There are two musicians. I was wrong, and you were correct. Well, but well, he's uh, an aspired. He an aspire does have. Musician. Oh. Barry's in a better band than no no no. Ken Dress is in a better band than you, Barry. Now yeah, he, Barry's a singer songwriter type. Here's the oh, thing okay. though. Uh, what what are what are some of the other uh, classes? Because I felt like uh, uh, Ken Dressing slash uh, Ricky Magic had so <laughs> many skills that there he could fit in a lot of uh, a lot of places. What are some of the other classes available? Well, I want to be a high as priest. I, as I wow. As I understand, <laughs> as I understand Greg's telling, well, I would say he has a lot of life experience. I'm going to generously say he didn't actually tell me he was good at any of those things. Oh, uh, interesting. Not. You're right. Yeah. That's so, so smart. As much as Greg spoke and as he gave much more than any of you, he literally gave me zero information that I could use into finding him an existing class. He's a high priest because he studied Harry Krishna for a year. So he's a high priest in Hare Krishna, which I now have to figure out how Hare Krishna, a real religion, manifests itself into a completely imaginary world. I can also, help you a little. Hare Krishna is a completely peaceful religion, which gives you no bonuses of any kind to any kind of attacks or things that we will be using in this game. He can gather However, donations from people at the park when he gives them necklaces and books. You are, you are teetering somewhere between monk and holy man. I'm sorry. I don't want to keep playing this down. He, he will punch you in the I face because he has slapped, he has slapped uh, a 15-year-old. Also, the Harry Krishna thing, he only brings up when it, it, it makes him look good. You is, know, there like, such a thing, is there such a thing as a um, – because I'm really uh, intrigued. I feel like for whatever quest we, we embark upon, I'm really intrigued by his uh, cargo shorts. Uh, that yes. seems like it, be, it could become uh, – first of all, his vehicle – uh, could really take us places at, at, at uh, higher rates of speed. Great mileage on that thing, as we've heard. <laughs> Second sure. of all, these cargo shorts. So is there any kind of uh, uh, sort of uh, monk, handyman, driver 
situation you can have going like this wise uh this wise crafty uh uh vehicle man is there such again a again anything you i my job as dm is to make what you want exist and and intertweet and inter make it work in this story um so like there is no race sentient bear okay in mm -hmm. the books but because it's Dungeons and dragons because i'm a dm i'm going to invent sentient bear for more or less based on other things great um so first thing first off there's a class known as fighter fighter can be any and from fighter there's a billion other other things fighter is basically a motherfucker that will that will just throw hands you know what i mean kind of knows it doesn't mean you have to doesn't mean you're aggressive it just means that he doesn't use magic. He's just a fighter. You know what I'm saying? And from fighter, there are a million other things that come out of that. There's, there's archer classes and cavalier, which rides a mount. So what I'm thinking is cavalier would lend itself to uh, Ken, a.k.a. Ricky, in his uh, protege. Because as a cavalier, you're added bonuses granted to your mount itself normally it's a horse or you know something reasonable but in this case it's a master protege so i'll have to figure that out myself on the fly which is not that difficult so what i think right now is you are going to be a cavalier fighter at, which means your mazda protege will grant you storage and uh and bonuses to your fighting that i will kind of evolve based on what a car would do great yeah man i'm good i say i trust you and I, I can i say this about ricky and ken sure um i think you know a lot about what not to do because you've been fired from so many jobs that is true well uh, so he doesn't really seem you, to learn lessons well but let's not forget he's also of indeterminate age he could know oh, yeah he could know things dating back uh, centuries that Good could call. come in handy. He, again, as he said, he does not seem to learn lessons, but we never know. Well, he heard yeah. him out. So, but also, yeah. yeah. Now we have to, most important, what is, what is your race? Uh, um, well, I do want to say that, just to be clear before I move to that, it is a 2003 Mazda Protégé 5. Sure. Candy Early. yellow. Earlier, oh, I, obviously, <laughs> if you're going to get a protege, you can't go anyway but the 2000. The MP5. Or else, what's even the point? We can call it the MP5. Mm. Um, yes, Anthony, did you write that down? I did write that down. Um, now, when it comes to the protege, and I hope I'm not stepping on the DM's toes. Um, By all means. How did he get it? Oh, that's from working at the Hot Topic. He did pay for it outright. He paid for and, it outright. Okay. And as you guys know, we have a astute fan base that likes to point out errors. And I will tell you right now, that was not an error. Uh, Ricky Magic plays fast and loose with the truth. Earlier when he said it was a 96th protege, he was <laughs> fooling you. He was pulling your leg. Uh, are, are we argue? I want to argue. Oh, that's not the right one. Dan, sorry. <laughs> it's the wagon version, Dan. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, over here is where. You'll see. It's the, uh, yeah. I just want to be correct if we're going to show the MP5. Um, I want to put your Brendan. class as Cavalier Fighter slash Thief Rapscallion. Great. 
that works for me. I was just going to say elf, but that's easy, even better. You like elf? I'll give you elf. Don't, that's, I'm talking about your class, your race. Oh, great. If you look, elf would be the only race you could get that's on the books that would let you have memory of thousands of years. Okay. I mean, here's the thing, right? Ricky might have a secret about what he really is. You can also be a half elf. <laughs> but we'll figure that out later. Sure. Uh, and I also oh. want to just to real quick to talk to Brendan. I do want to say that the 96 protege, I did know what I was saying. And it is his 96th car. He's <laughs> 96 That's of them. why I said to our fans, I said, Ricky knows what he's talking about. He's there not making is. errors. He's had 96 proteges, which a lot of guys don't wreck 96. <laughs> but Ricky is Magic. It two, is it the 2003? It's the 2003. Okay. So it's his 96th. Greg, can it, I just jump in on something Joe course. said yeah. that I think might be appealing? I'm not sure if you heard it. You, there also is the option on the table to be half-elf, because I do like the idea of, of, of Ricky Magic being half-human, half-elf. There's some real intrigue there. Now, obviously, that's your choice. but uh... so What you all see is, and I hate to say, I hate to whatever. I, Joe, you tell me how it goes. What everyone knows me as is human. That is... Okay, what well, here's, the, here's the beauty as. of it. You could be uh, a half-human. You could be a half-dwarf. You could be a half-elf. You could be a half-orc. Uh, half-human, half-question-mark, question-mark. Interesting. Okay. Um, so my thing is you could have had your ears fixed to look regular to yes. hide your other half. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Give me that, Wolf. Dungeon Master Joey. Ricky is the only one of us that knows how to drive, right? Yes. Unless, okay. unless no, you tell me. And it also Barry, should be noted. Oh, sorry, Anthony, go ahead. Yeah, Barry can't drive. Well, he's a fucking bear, so that's not too surprising. I, we call him Barry. <laughs> yeah, his name is Barry Claus. Not Barry. Oh, so B A R R Y. B E A R Y. Yes, like Barry. Oh, Wonderful. I have to edit that. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I gave it the traditional spelling. Forgive me. Um, and I also wanted to just be noted that a sensitive topic because we are talking weaknesses is that. Um, Ricky bought the automatic MP5, knowing that the real drivers do stick shift, <laughs> and so he is a little sensitive about the fact he's I'm driving sure. an automatic. So that, oh wow, that, that's that great! Lends, to know. That lends to the personality. He's gonna feel, you know, yeah, kind of like sure. insufficient. Like, you know, I, I got the automatic. Am I even a real protege driver? Like, you know, like, Absolutely. am I worthy of the Mazda? It's these are things you gotta keep in your brain. All right, we ready to go? I'm ready to go. That's the thing. When you try the manual 96 times and you just can't get it, <laughs> <laughs> you, finally, you finally go, you know what? I'm going to do the automatic on this one. Listen, it's, it's, a, it's, a tired, it's a tired old routine. It's been said a thousand times, but the automatic pro protege is too much car for a lot of people. Well, like, yeah. It's not See, everyone this? that can just get in there. Yeah, this was great because this did give us some insight in that Ricky does learn. It just takes a long time. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like uh, it took 96 demolished Mazda protégés for him to figure out that he can't drive a stick ship. Well, but he and, did figure it out. Well, but also keep this in mind. as a, If you're going a, to get a job done, uh, sometimes you want – a, thir uh, a man who looks 38, who, is, who, who knows how old he is, you want a man of that age 
who's willing to slap a 15 year old in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? That sometimes yeah, yeah. that comes in yeah. handy when your Absolutely. own personal uh, uh, ethics will say that's too young. You want a guy like Ricky Magic who says we have, that that mouth ain't too young to get fucking slapped. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And here's the thing: it takes a strong man to open that hand. Right. Punching a 15-year-old mm -hmm. in the face is completely out of control. Right. You understand? But what kind of what is the inner fortitude it takes to at the last second open that hand and make it a lesson? It's a because he, moment. he wants to teach. Like you said, he is a teacher. If you sure. ask for a medium and I come back and you say extra large, you're gonna get punched and you're gonna learn to know your size before I go into the back room. I, I don't want to be fair. I don't want to foreshadow too much here, but I have a feeling that Ricky Magic's string, just a uh, 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 seemingly endless streak of failures, hide a great success. Uh, I think there's we'll something going we'll on there right. that's that's a little a little deeper than we think. I'd like to also note that a thing he is good at learning, but one thing he hasn't learned is that dating community college freshman girls is too young for him, even though they're over 18. Even though they're over 18, they're still too young for even his lowest guest age, which would be 38, but God knows if that's true. Like, what uh, problems does he run into when he dates them? The same they're ones just, we all do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, other people, not me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they, so, yeah, okay. They don't apply themselves to go to four-year schools. They, ooh, my battery is exhausted. Me too. <laughs> that, that, okay. Uh, uh, battery on what? The camera? Oh, yeah, we're oh, back. There we go. Uh, Harumi, where are we at time-wise? Uh, we're just about at the end of the first episode. All right. Well, I think that's. I think that. Uh, I think the. Nice though. I think the character development uh, is an excellent teaser for you guys. This is going to be the free episode coming out Tuesday. Uh, if you want to see the. Uh, if you want to hear the conclusion of our entire Dungeons and Dragons extravaganza, which hasn't even started yet. Uh, you're going to have to subscribe to each level of the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash raddudecast. Um, and uh, and you gotta you got to tune in to see what Ken Dressing slash Ricky Magic, Torben Snakebite, and Barry Claws run into. Uh, so uh, come back.